Hello, Puggies, and welcome to the Pug Life Show, brought to you by Pug Parties, because your pug deserves to be the best-dressed pug at the porty, and you can check out their outfits at pugparties.com. I'm your host, Donna, and with me is my puggy co-host, Rosie. In this week's episode, I'm talking to you about being a pug supermodel and how you can prepare yourself should you ever decide to become one. I personally think that any puggy can be a supermodel, but the decision is not actually up to me, or the porn for that matter. So tune in and find out why it's so important that the puggy makes the final decision. But before we start, I want to remind you to subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes so you get advance notice of our next episode and much, much more. The question is, Can any puggy be a supermodel? And the easy answer is emphatically yes. And it doesn't matter if you're wearing clothes or accessories when you're striking a puggy pose either, because a pug supermodel can look just as adorable, naked, tilting their head, dropping their ears back a little and widening their big puggy eyes. You know the look I'm talking about. The not so easy answer to here as a pug porent is that not every puggy wants to be a pug supermodel, which means no matter how much fun they're having at a photo shoot or just in everyday life, doesn't mean that they'll agree to being dressed or they won't agree to sit long enough for clear photos to be taken of them. I mean, who can blame them with so much going on, not to mention that they know there are treaties stashed away in your pocket ready for the stealing? I'm positive they're thinking, why not just give it to me now, human? You already know I compose whenever I want to, and I'm a natural at this because you tell me so all the time. What I have found is that most puggies love getting their photo taken because they know that a photo means cuddles and treaties at a minimum, not to mention being the centre of attention for a good five to ten minutes. Now, having said that, we have figured out the hard way that each puggy needs to get used to the process in their own time. And the more time you invest in making them feel comfortable, the more enjoyable it'll be for everyone and you'll get the best pictures to boot. So what I'm going to talk to you today about is the importance of introductions, why taking it slowly gets you and your puggy comfortable knowing when to stop and just walk away, why capturing your puggy's natural expression will give you the best photos, and why practising really does help. Introductions are important, especially if it's the first time your puggy has been to a photo shoot or hasn't had photos taken of them previously. Now, if you're taking the photos yourself, then your puggy is already comfortable with you and no doubt used to you whipping out your phone at random times, capturing beautiful memories that you'll be enjoying for years to come. However, if you've decided to get professional photos of your puggies done or they become a supermodel for pug parties, for example, then it is really important that your puggy meets the photographer and their staff and gets the opportunity to get to know them in the studio or location first. By location, I mean if you're at a park or something similar. We find that giving a puggy an opportunity to have a good sniff around and most importantly, approach the photographer in their own time works really well. The puggy feels like they're in charge of the situation. They feel like they have time to understand their surroundings and that they have the ability to make a decision if they want to stay or not. 
I find this is especially important for rescue puggies who've had a rough start to life. They need to feel safe and in control and by giving them the power to decide when they approach the photographer, it goes a long way to building their confidence and comfort levels, not to mention their trust. Now, if a puggy refuses to leave their human side, we know that the session is over. A puggy's happiness is more important than taking photos. And if their human wants to try again another time later, we want their puggy's experience with us to always be positive. Our next tip is to expose your puggy to the entire process a little bit at a time. Sometimes getting to the photo shoot, then getting dressed, then walking into the studio with all the lights and the photographer and then being exposed to the flash of the camera can be a little bit too much for a first-time supermodel. We tend to take it a little slower when we have a new one. First, we'll get them to come in and play with the other puggies at the shoot, run around, check out the waiting area, get to know the other pug porants, possibly sneak some treaties when the human's not watching. Then we'll dress them in their first outfit and let them go back to playing and checking things out. Then, only after we can see that they're having fun and not hiding behind their human, will we call them into the studio to have their photo taken. We'll have a few treaties strategically placed in the area we need them to sit or lay down, so they associate that spot with something wonderful. And if a puggy is feeling playful, we'll also play with them for a minute or two so they associate that spot not just with treaties but with tickles and kisses and cuddles. We're not joking when we say that our supermodels don't pose for anything less than 10,000 treaties a session. Now this whole process might take 10 minutes or it might take 30 minutes. The important thing about this process is allowing the puggy the opportunity to take it all in, in their own time. So when we ask them into the studio to take their photo next time, the puggy's having so much fun that they barge into the studio ahead of us and start to pose before we've even had time to get the camera out. Yes, we do have puggies who love it so much that they want the studio all to themselves all the time and will bark at the door to be let in when it's someone else's turn. Now, if we have a puggy who is a little nervous around other puggies, we will arrange solo shoots if the human thinks it's better for them. Everything we've just talked about, we still do. We just remove the stress that is other puggies from the mix. Wow, puggies. I'm loving this episode and I hope you are too. If you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, then please click on the link in our show notes so you get advance notice of our next guest. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Live in the Pug Life, so you can be the crazy pug lady you've always wanted to be with our other like-minded crazy pug ladies. Now it's time to get back to the show. Our next tip is to know when to walk away. Even after all of our careful preparation, socialisation and treaty giving, sometimes it's just not our day to get photos. Typically, a puggy will jump off the lounge we have them sitting on or they'll dip their head or just plain turn their backs on us. All signs that they're not interested in getting their photo taken today or that they've had enough if they've already had one or two rounds. 
Sometimes a puggy might be making a ploy for more treaties, but generally we know when they're just not feeling this part of the game today, we just give them a kiss and send them back out to play. Typically, we plan two to three outfits per pug supermodel in a photo session. Some will do less, others more, and it's all determined on the day. Unlike human photo shoots, where models will go through multiple outfits in a session, we find that on average, a pug will do a maximum of three outfits over about two hours. There's more playing than there is working for our supermodels, and that's exactly how we like it. I know that it should go without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Forcing your pug to do something they don't want to do is not only futile, it's just plain mean. We value our puggies and their happiness above everything else, including getting the perfect photo. Our next piece of advice is that smiling in photos is not a given and natural poses are the best. I love seeing Rosie and Charles smiling at me with their beautiful eyes and their wrinkles looking up at me hoping for one more treaty. But the simple fact is that pugs don't smile all the time. They have the most expressive faces and they use every one of them to very good effect when they choose to. We prefer to show photos on our website and social media accounts that show every expression a puggy has, including the grumpy ones. And speaking of grumpy, Charles is a naturally grumpy old man and most of his photos are of him looking like a grumpy old man. Whereas Rosie, for instance, is very inquisitive and will usually wear a serious I'm listening face or a head tilt that says, what are you talking about, mum? There's nothing wrong with either expression. And to be honest, all expressions should be celebrated on film as much as smiling is. I recommend getting to know your puggy's expressions and immortalising them on film. You'll be happy you did when you're remembering them and their personality in the future. It will sound like I'm telling you something obvious, but practice really does make for perfect photos. The more your puggy sees a camera or a phone and associates it with a bit of fun, they'll begin to forget it's there when you're trying to get those great action shots. And if you're looking to get them to sit still long enough to get a non-blurry one, they'll figure out the equation of camera coupled with the sit command equals sit still, look gorgeous, and there'll be a treaty and a cuddle at the end. I'd also mention that for every in-focus, eyes open and face forward photo of your puggy you get, you'll take a hundred blurry, tongue out, looking left or right or mid-sneeze photos. It's all part of the fun and thankfully with a digital camera, you can just delete them or keep a few as happy reminders of the fun you both had trying to get the really great one. We keep a few of our blooper photos for that very reason. And in the end, the most important thing to remember is that any puggy can be a supermodel, professional or amateur. And as long as they think it's a fun game that they get to play and stop when they've had enough, you'll get the best photos that you'll be sharing with friends and family for years to come. Now it's your turn to talk pug. I'd love to know what you do to get your puggy to sit still long enough to take a non-blurry photo. So please share your stories with us over in our Facebook group, Living the Pug Life. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Pug Life Show. If you liked the episode or if you think it'll be useful for someone else, 
please leave a review over at podchaser.com. And if you've got any questions or want to tell us how much you loved the episode, then let me know over at our Facebook group, Live in the Pug Life, where crazy pug ladies meet to talk all things pug. So until next time, puggies, have a pawsome week and humans be generous with the snackies.